So my name is Marcus Isherwood, um, and I'm managing director of a company uh, called Creative Media. Uh, we're based in Ireland, but 95% of our business is outside of Ireland. Um, 21 years ago, we started as a design agency. Um, and in 2010, we moved into web development and 2015 moved into content marketing. Okay, so content marketing has been a huge part of the business. Uh, we have grown our team. Um, in fact, we've doubled the size of our team um, sort of every year since we started uh, in, the, in, in content. Uh, what we do for people is we, we write content for, for social media, uh, for blogs, uh, for email, and we also complement the other services in the business. So our content writers would be writing for um, digital pay-per-click. They'd be writing for clients' websites, uh, and, and therefore everything sort of uh, comes together. Great. Thanks for sharing that, Marcus. And um, how did you get into content marketing? Uh, what inspired you to get into content marketing? Absolutely. So quite interesting, Sophie. Um, it came from a perspective of having a bottleneck in the business of clients writing content. Um, so clients would have um, ambition to, to do lots of marketing, um, but just didn't have the, have the skills in their business uh, to do content marketing. Uh, one of the big lessons for me as business owner was the difference between a content marketer and a journalist. Okay. And there's, a, there's quite a gap. So somebody who can write content for SEO purposes and for marketing is quite a different skill than somebody who writes content for news. Um, so when I, when, when, I, when, I, when I got deeper into that, I, I, I obviously had a much clearer idea of the skill set I was looking for. Um, so we got into content marketing through necessity. But once I saw the benefit of it and the benefit I could bring clients, it was an easy, it was an easy decision to expand that service. But I really um, can't emphasize enough the skill difference between somebody who can just write news articles and somebody can write content from a marketing perspective. Um, and, and, and a good content writer um, can work in a very diverse range of sectors. So we have clients who um, manufacture adhesives uh, at one side, so quite scientific. And we have clients who are in tourism, so it's quite diverse. Um, and all our content writers in the business work with quite different sectors. Um, and some people may criticize that as a plan, but it is a bit more challenging, but it also means that the content writer is much more skilled because they can apply their um, their skill to a diverse range of sectors. Interesting to, to hear that. Um, so essentially, um, you your background and what you did before was that you helped a lot of brands and company with design, uh, web development, right? Correct. Um, and yeah. it's important because they need that. They need that online presence where um, people can find them. Um, but then um, essentially having a beautiful and having a functional 
website is not good enough. Just it's a good starting point. Um, yeah. And then later, that's where you found out that you need to help your clients with content marketing. Yeah. Um, and, and what we've done, Sophie, in the last 12 months, mm -hmm. uh, we've gone from a, a team of nine people to a team of 32 people. In, in awesome. less than a congratulations. Year. <laughs> in less than a year, but the growth of the team has been all weighted towards content marketing and digital marketing. Okay. So the combination of content and digital is really powerful for our business. Mm -hmm. um, and it's what I see um, in demand in the market. Mm -hmm. That's well said. That's well said. Um, so let's um, let's let. Can you also share with us your process for bringing more value to your clients um, through content marketing? For example, what is the very first thing you do with your clients uh, when it comes to content marketing? Okay, so we're we're very uh, we're very um, we put a great emphasis on the initial deep dive. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, our deep dive uh, really researches um, USPs, product processes, um, market intelligence, um, competitors, um, um, and, a, and a whole range of other things. Uh, but that deep dive gives us a lot of information that we can go and do a ton of research on. Okay, so when we write about something, even something as technical as, it, as, as adhesives, we get into a lot of detail and we speak with a very authoritative voice. So we don't believe in writing um, um, surface level content. Mm. Okay. We, we, we believe in writing content, which is very deep uh, and meaningful and speaks to the market. So if, if our customer said, their buyer persona is technically minded um, and their buyer persona uh, decision maker is mm. technically minded. Uh, we need to write in a technical manner. Mm. We just can't say this is the best product ever and you should buy it. That's not what we do. <laughs> um, we get into a lot more detail um, and obviously then can talk from a technical perspective of what the USPs of the particular product or service are. Um, so our process is, is very involved at the front end. Uh, and if we do our job right at the front end, our client approval process is very simple. I love that. How did you, how did you get your client to be so crystal clear and also um, agree with you that this is the persona that they want to talk to, they want to communicate with through content marketing because a lot of times um, they have a lot of ideas and, and they, 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 want, they try to communicate to everybody, right? Um, so so how, did you, how did you essentially get your clients to, to be um, like, this is the specific persona but it's higher products service and, and uh, we're gonna communicate with them through this kind of content. So Sophie, as a business, we're absolutely focused on return on investment, mm -hmm. okay? So what effect will our work have on their net profit? Okay, so that's our mission as a business. 
So if somebody spends $10,000 on a piece of work um, and they make $100,000 profit, that's a 10 times return on investment. And that's a good investment. Okay. So yeah. how we get our clients to think about being crystal clear about their personas is to get that return on investment we need to communicate with the decision maker. Not everybody, okay? The decision maker is the person we have to influence. So we need to know who the decision maker is, okay? And what type of content will influence this person. And once we know that, and we write in that manner, then we get the return on investment. That's awesome. Wow. So that, that makes it so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and then what happens is you just get people wanting to repeat. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's really the, that's the modus operandi that we subscribe to uh, and it works for us. Mm, I see. Essentially, you, essentially, I, I can imagine that you sit down with the decision maker, whether it's the CEO or it's the CMO um, of that business, of that client, and then essentially you and them agreed on their report. Um, yeah. what, is, what kind of number you want to see at the end of this investment? Yeah. Um, so you, you get them to agree with that KPI or with that report upfront, yeah. yeah. then um, when, when that happens, then that's where um, the execution of the contents comes in. And at right. the end of that, um, at the end of that, they, they will look at the result that they agreed on. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. And the, I think the, the, the big piece here, uh, Sophie, is that marketing has been intangible for mm -hmm. a long time mm -hmm. and content marketing has been intangible for a long time. Okay. In terms of value. Um, but I'm absolutely focused on what the value is. And how we measure that, and um, that's the that's the that's the world that I live in. Um, so everything we do must be measurable uh, and must actually be able to say to our client, "Here's the value we've added to your business." I like it. That that's great. That's great. So, um, is it that something that you essentially? Um, the, so the way I see it is that. You get on there with your clients, um, agreed on the result before doing the work. And um, are you with them throughout the journey, throughout the buyer journey as well? Or... Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you 100%. talk more about that? Yeah, 100%. So um, again, we're, we're, we're getting into this in the deep dive with our clients. Mm -hmm. So actually saying, you know, what is it that we say to a decision maker along this journey mm -hmm. um, and when they move to the next stage what do we say to them mm -hmm. and the next stage as they go further down the funnel what do we say to them mm -hmm. um, so there is a there's a communication sequence for want of a better word um, that actually takes the person to the end because if we're not part of that journey then we're not we're not actually doing our job properly that's really well said yeah, that's really well said. Thanks for sharing that, Marcus. Um, and this is what business um, owners or, or business people out there need to know and needs to understand that, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of times, um, well, business 
are, are usually businesses, they're, they're good at what they do. Um, they're good at yeah. their craft. Um, and that's why they're in business because they have something really awesome that they can deliver, but yeah. they're not necessarily good at talking to their target audience and really yeah. communicate uh, to their target audience throughout yeah. that buyer journey. Um, yeah. And that's where you come in. Uh, that's where your team comes in. Absolutely. Um, so can you talk a little bit about how do you um, essentially bring in together um, the, the, the content marketing in whatever forms it is? could be written form, audios, videos, um, or graphics, um, and, and how do you distribute that to different channels and, and really support the client's brand's value? Okay. So I think, again, it depends on, on the buyer persona and where they play. So if it's um, anyone in the C-suite, they will play heavily in LinkedIn. Um, anyone at a different end of the market may play on a different social channel. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we decide where where the market is, where the decision makers, where, where, they, where, where, where they are, um, and then we will distribute the content to that particular channel in a particular way at a particular time. Um, so it's really getting into the detail of actually who, 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 who are the audience um, and, and what content do they absorb best. Um, some people, again, going back to uh, maybe a technical or, or an engineering type business may mm -hmm. absorb written content best. Mm -hmm. um, other people will absorb graphics or a mix of the two. And other people will absorb short, um, social videos so it, it really varies but it, it it always starts with the end <laughs> and then you work back um otherwise you're you're making a lot of assumptions um and they'll not always be right essentially you 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 research um you look at the reality you look at data and yeah. And you go from that, not from the assumption and not from the good feelings that Absolutely. maybe they, they're there, maybe they want this, maybe they want that, maybe they would like to see it rather than read it, right? Yeah, yeah. and also we're, we're mature enough to acknowledge we won't always get it right and we have to change strategy. So we'll use data to inform that. Mm -hmm. So we're analyzing data on a, on a constant basis. Um, and if we're not getting our engagement, we make quick decisions. Um, so to use a, a phrase a client of mine uses is we, we fail fast. Um, failing fast is an important uh, strategy for, I think, in marketing. Um, and and we're, we're brave enough to fail fast. That's, that's really well said. Yeah, you have to essentially have that courage to... Um, be out there and experiment and see what works and what doesn't yeah. work right um, yeah, so that yeah. you can learn quickly and you can essentially figure out what is working best for your clients right. Right. um that's really well said and and um can you also share a little bit about the quality control aspects like um, i can imagine you work with sometimes uh, with the internal teams as well so how do you distribute the work and how do you coordinate that and and how do you um, control the quality of every piece of content being created. So if we do our, if we do our job right at the start with our deep dives, mm -hmm. our quality should be should be good from the get go. 
Um, having said that, um, we, we always need a partnership agreement with our clients um, and we have sign-off protocol as well. So that ensures our quality is whatever appears in the public eye, the quality will always be 100% right. Um, but we also measure ourselves on how much how much intervention the client has to take to get it right. Mm -hmm. um, so if we're doing our job right, they have very little to do. Um, mm -hmm. If we're not doing our job right, they've got lots to do. So if we had a project and the client was having to get very involved after a number of weeks, mm -hmm. then there's something not right. So we need to relook at this. Either our deep dive wasn't wasn't detailed enough, mm -hmm. or the writer is not fully understanding the sector. I see. So the initial kind of like a diagnose um, section mm -hmm. with the client mm -hmm. has to be really precise um, mm -hmm. in order to have the right kind of input for the planning mm -hmm. and for the execution. And then yeah. um, one thing you said is, and, and it's pretty cool that you are able to do that, which is you get the clients to be involved um, yeah. throughout the process. Um, so so uh, which sometimes it can be pretty challenging because <laughs> yeah. they are busy. Um, and and um, how do you get them to be involved on a regular basis, right? To make sure that the whole process works. Yeah, um, yeah. absolutely. Is it really important to build good relationship with the clients uh, throughout that process to get them? Huge, huge. Yeah, if, I mean, and you know, a project that doesn't go well will be a project that the client doesn't engage in. So they they shouldn't have to put a lot of time in, but they should have to get involved. That's really important. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and how often do you meet with your clients? Is it like a once a week or once a month? Weekly. 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 Wow. Absolutely. Weekly. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. And um, can you also um, share a little bit, uh, Marcus, through working with many um, writers, uh, probably designers and creative people um, in content marketing, what do you see that some writers miss in their process that would make content marketing become more effective really good listening skills really good listening skills are important um, research is important so i think the combination combination of listening and research will normally always work um, but without either or both of those it will definitely not work and um, so no matter how diverse this the sector is if you get a good enough briefing um, and you're listening and you go and do some research then it'll be okay mm -hmm. i see and and um i guess last question for you um what would you say to a company to a brand um say who uh probably in the startup phase um trying to figure out what would be like how do how do they how 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 is their positioning and content marketing and branding works so what would your advice be for them um, to make their content marketing more effective absolutely um, research think and strategize who the decision maker is in your sales process mm -hmm. um, once you work that out then you'll have much more success 
So think about that. Think about there may be influencers as well as decision makers um, and make sure you're communicating with the right people in the right way. Uh, and even at start out phase, that's vital is, is to work out how, how you can influence people with good content who will make a decision to buy your product or service. Well, thanks for that piece of advice, um, Marcus. And thank you for your time today. It's been pretty yeah, sure. um, pretty cool to have you here sharing your um, experience and bad practices in content marketing. Thanks for your time today. Delighted to be involved. Thank you very much.